Welcome to All Things Sleep and Parenting. I'm Pam. And I'm Elisa. And we're the founders of Restful Parenting. Hi everyone, it's Pam and I am back with Elisa and Heidi. Um, We have a quick tip for you today and uh, this is a really easy one. This is all about setting up the environment for healthy sleep. You know, your child's not even involved in this. This is just something that you can do to um, make the most optimal space for sleep for your little one. So there are a few things that we do recommend when it comes to setting up the environment uh, for sleep. Dark being probably one of the biggest pieces, right? How dark? That, well, our bodies read light and dark, right? So light means awake, dark means asleep. So we want to make sure that it's dark enough. If you know 10 is pitch black can't see your hand in front of your face that's what it's going to get to overnight typically um but for naps i like to have it like a significant difference so like i like to have it around a seven ish when i close those curtains it's dark enough i can still see across the room but it's quite dark um for bedtime same thing like significantly darker eight or so especially and then again in the early morning as well now here's something that we hear often um parents ask us does this mean that my child is never going to be able to sleep in a light environment Mm -hmm. I want my child to be um to easily adapt to different sleep environments and be able to sleep where it's light and the question that we usually ask our families is do you like to sleep when the lights are on and when the sun is shining in on your face Mm -hmm. most of the time the answer to that is no so um you want to set it up for your child as well so that they can have that opportunity to be able to sleep. Yes. Um, and, and like, so when my guys went to sleep at my parents, it was never, um, like, it didn't get as dark as it did at home. But there was, yeah. it got a little bit darker, and that's just yep. what we focused on. Um, you're just focusing on not having the light shining in when you're traveling. Yes, but usually they learn to adapt a little bit to that yeah, absolutely. New environment. And we have light sensors on our skin, light receptors, right? So just because our eyes are closed, yes. our body is still picking up light. Absolutely. absolutely. Or so darkness. and 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 uh, our bodies need that dark to get into that deep, deep sleep, yeah. right? Right. So um, we do want to darken that space for yeah. sure. We do have a couple of hacks for darkening a space. Um, when you're traveling, garbage bags. Much to my sister's, I know, my sister, my poor sister, because she had just, um, like, those wooden shutters as, like, blinds. The custom-ordered ones. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) but they didn't block out any light. So I was allowed to have the bedroom with the back window, so that if I put up my garbage bags, then... They can Black, see it. Yeah, black Bristol board works as yeah, well. Yeah, Bristol board. Um, um, a fitted sheet. wrap, yes, a yes. fitted sheet. So like a queen size or a double fitted sheet. The fitted sheet's really nice because it actually hooks along the sides. So you don't have to, you know when you try and put blankets up over, because I've done that a thousand times too, try to get blankets and then you get one side and the other side falls and then you're trying, <laughs> like it's just a pain. I've mastered like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, like a fitted sheet and it yeah. just like hooks on. It's like a shower brilliant. Cap. Yeah, awesome. If, if you're at home, you're probably going to want to invest in some blackout blinds. Mm-hmm. Garbage bags, um, aluminum foil, those are like the hacks hacks of um, <laughs> darkening that room, but it does make a difference and um, it's an easy fix. If you can darken that room, it is an easy fix for sure. The second piece that we always recommend for our families of little ones is a sound machine. 
We use a sound machine for a couple of reasons. So it blocks out household noises. So mm -hmm. if the dog barks, if the doorbell rings, if you have children playing on the main floor, um, you don't want to wake the baby, that kind of stuff. So it really does help if dad wakes up early to get, go to work or mom wakes up early to go to work. Yeah. It can block out like a lot of that sound. In the morning. And what that can also do is help with the anxiety as parents. We don't have to feel anxious about walking around our house yes. after our children are asleep because Shh, we know that sleeping. that sound is helping block out some of those noises. Nice. Well, it's it's kind of nothing worse than having friends over to and like come and hang out. Shh, shh, the baby's sleeping. Shh, shh, can you stop laughing, please? Because the baby's sleeping. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that sound machine really helps for that. Um, there's different sounds when it comes to sound machines. You do want to be mindful that uh, we're using a consistent sound, so we want it to be the same sound over and over. For our little, little guys, the heartbeat is a good one because that does bring them some comfort. Um, as they get a little bit older, I preferred like the babbling brook running or the, the running stream, the rain on the roof. Yeah. I didn't love the white noise. No, I find that one so harsh. Yeah. But you don't want to use ocean waves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or the jungle. Consistent. No. no. It's because like... it's waves come crashing and then it's quiet. And then waves come crashing. <laughs> yes. Um, some the birds for, chirping. For some families, they use, yes. For some families, they use music and that's okay. But it kind of has that same. It varies um, in pitches and tones. Yes. So if your little one is sensitive to that. Um, not like back in the day when we had the tape recorder that had that <laughs> stopped. It, it was like the hard stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You had to try and get that before it woke everybody up. Two yeah. fingers slowly, like yeah. a ninja <laughs> spy. Yes, absolutely. Um, again, we do get lots of questions about uh, habit forming and are they going to need this for the rest of their life? Most children. Have you, yeah. Have you ever encountered a child who was dependent on a sound machine? I have not sleep? yet. Either Most children, once they're like, I've my guys, my guys were like five, six. Mm -hmm. They were just getting out of bed and turning it off. Like I always had it on. I liked having it on. My boys uh, like would getting out of bed, turning it off, and then going back to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, okay, you gone. You feel better that you put that on. Mom? <laughs> yeah, thanks. Because I'm going to bed. <laughs> There's a sign that they're done with it. <laughs> yes. Um. So my boys, uh, being younger, went to bed earlier. So I would have the sound machine on in their room. So then when the girls came to bed, it uh, didn't disrupt the boys or wake the boys up, and um, they kept getting out of bed and turning it off. So then I moved it to the hallway. And that lasted for about a week. And then they kept, then they started yeah. getting out of bed and turning it off in the hallway. So I was like, okay, well, I guess we're done with it now. Yeah. The other really big piece with the sound machine is anytime you travel. It's so easy. Yeah, it's so easy to bring that. And, and, and it creates that consistent sound. I may not be super comfortable in this room. Ah, uh, there's my sound. I know that sound. That is comforting to me. Uh, we actually just used one uh, on this vacation. We were all six of us were in one bedroom. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and I used a fan and it was so cold. I pointed it to <laughs> towards the wall. Uh, but there was noise. always somebody who would get up early and shut it off. They must have <laughs> got up to it. go for a pee. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was heavily dependent on it. Yeah. Um, but there was just so many of us in one room. So that can really help for sure. So when mm -hmm. you're traveling and then again... You know, you don't want to 
Well, I never did. I didn't want to be that person when I was visiting someone else's house going, shh, um, do you, can you not run your dishwasher right now? Sorry, the baby's sleeping. Or like, shh, we, we can't walk over in that living room because yeah. it's over the baby's yeah. bed, right? It just helps to know that they're not going to wake up. Yes. Yeah. So making it dark, adding that sound machine, two pretty simple things. Temperature again, uh, 69 to 71 is the ideal temperature for um fahrenheit for uh little ones for sleeping we want it colder like we don't want it cold but we want it cooler rather than hotter we sleep better yeah um when it's cooler so you, you can always add an extra layer on versus yes taking layers off yeah so keeping that temperature and most monitors now come with the temperature gauge as well so um yeah keeping that temperature kind of in there sometimes you don't have a choice so you just kind of strip them down whether it's diaper and a sleep sack or it's a fleece suit and a sleep sack um, one great na way to to be able to tell if they're hot or cold is to go in and check their chest yes yeah if their chest is super clammy and sweaty then you know that they're likely a little bit too warm um whereas if their chest is cool and you know you touch everywhere else and they're cool then you know that you can add an extra Small yeah, because that circulation isn't fully developed, right? So mm -hmm. using their hands and feet as a guide, even when all the grandmothers, you know, hold their hands and say, oh my goodness, her hands are so cold, she must be freezing. Um, there's my grandma voice. Uh, <laughs> I have a couple of those. Those will come out. Um, you want to use the chest as that guide, whether or not they're too hot, too cold. We have the dark room. We have the sound machine. We have the temperature. Now we want to be mindful of the extras that are in there so one really easy piece is that blue light be mindful of what color your night lights are mm. um any any lights that are projecting from the humidifier or the monitors that kind of stuff um if you have a humidifier on you can take duct tape and cover that light easy peasy uh blue light actually interferes with the development and production of melatonin so uh whether their eyes are open or closed, that blue light affects their and melatonin after 10 weeks of age is when they... And so uh, many of those, like, nighttime devices that are running at nighttime have a blue light. Yeah, yeah, I like do. Like the humidifier, the, the air purifier, yeah. the, the monitors. Monitor a, a ring a giant blue, blue light. light ring. It didn't bother my daughter that much, but that would have been something that absolutely bothered my son. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes you don't think. Um, my phone charger. I, yours is, was Eliana was a great when sleeper. I, I have the yes. wireless one, and I stick it on the little mm, disc. Is blue light? It's blue light, and I can only charge it until I go to bed. And yeah. I have to take it mm. off. I'm like, okay, sixty nine percent. That'll get me through the night. That'll get me up in the morning. Yeah. Yes. I put it back on when I go in the shower. And it depends on how bright it is too. So well, yeah. Super, super eye yeah. level. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you definitely like. If you're struggling with sleep, it's yeah. a really easy. You just want to take the guessing out of it yeah. and just remove the. Because I've light. had I've had a few family, quite a few families who've remo removed that blue light, and it mm -hmm. has made a difference. So, yeah. it um, is definitely Especially... something to be aware of. Red is your best for sleep. It's the least invasive on our sleep. Um, Canadian Tire sells just those the red light bulbs that go into the plug-in ones, night lights. Yeah, um, but yeah, like red, pink. Soft yellow, Soft, yeah. right? Um, if it's a night, and if you're using a nightlight, right? Most of our littles don't need nightlights. We do when we are still going in to 
feed yeah. them through the night. <laughs> so that's where those kind of nightlights come in from there. It's but not for them, it's for you. Yeah, and then um, once they're sleeping through, they don't really need that nightlight. Usually until about 18-ish months of age, they tend to start to come up with some fears. Some little guys a little bit earlier, for sure, but uh, around that age. So when you do introduce a nightlight, uh, being mindful of the color and then being mindful of where it's plugged in and how it's projecting that mm-hmm. light, right? I was always like... I had like a book in front of our nightlight. Yeah, I, just I had, only, yeah. If it's something you can't put duct tape on, maybe you can put like a board book up. Yeah, it just to kind of diffuse it a little bit. Exactly. It directly shine from across the room into the crib kind right. of thing. Um, the next couple of ones, uh, well, this one is especially is more based on temperament. So um, we do want that space, that sleep space, to be as with as minimal stimulation as possible, right? Boring. If Yeah, if we have, you know, giant decals and all these characters um, on their walls, right by their bed, that is something that could keep them awake. Um, I Sometimes the sheets, like my, so my third, uh, so funny, he had a set of sheets with cars on them, and AJ was like my, like, unicorn baby sleeper. He was awesome. So the, you know, the one day... He wasn't falling asleep, and I was like, what's going on? What is he doing? So I went up and peeked. This was, oh, no, we did have a video monitor by then. But I went up and peeked, and sure enough, he was, like, on his sheets, <laughs> playing with the cars on his sheets. So that was one of those, and we're done with these sheets. Yeah, no, he had to use his, yeah, he had to use his, his sheets to, to play with cars. Um, so I took those sheets out of his bed, and when I put them in for Oscar, who was born, you know, very close after AJ, uh, it wasn't an issue for him. He didn't even mm-hmm. notice that there was cars on the sheets, right? So, um, yeah, so that stimulation, right? So busy sheets, busy walls, be mindful of that stuff that, based on your child's temperament, that could interfere um, with their sleep. The Probably the hardest one that I have when I talk to parents is that boring crib. It's kind of one of those things that... We set up the nursery, we set up the nursery, we put the mobile on, we put the fish aquarium in because it's, you know, great for them to look at. They have the little kick pad. put it on the registry. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it's always, always set up so, you know, sweetly and stuff. And then I'm always, I I always feel like the bearer of bad news when I'm like, really? We want to try and take that out. Yeah. They don't need those pillows. They don't need 15, 17 stuffies books um if your child is older than six months and you want to introduce a lovey and have one little friend in there absolutely but But they don't need 15 they don't need 15 (laughs) they don't need a pillow um they don't need books they don't need toys you want to try and keep that sleep space boring because if we know anything about children um they don't love nap time as much as we do and if there are toys and stuff to keep them stimulated they will use that to keep themselves awake yes. if we could just go back in time and really appreciate right? those naps yes <laughs> right oh gosh um we also want to make sure there's nothing like on a shelf that they can pull into the crib yes you know there's like oh well look at this beautiful library i have <laughs> all these open books the things that are around the crib for sure yes or i had bed when you when you put them into a toddler bed I had one little one who uh, hung out kind of standing in the corner of her crib and talked. She had one of those hammocks with all the stuffies, and she would talk to all of her stuffies <laughs> up in the corner. Um, so, again, it's, it is based on your individual child, but starting off, especially with our little guys, 
and keeping it as boring as possible um, is a really good first step in creating that healthy um, sleep environment. Optimal sleep. Mm-hmm. So super simple, right? This doesn't even involve baby and their sleep or anything like that. This is all Just getting it all set up and ready for them, right? Yeah. It's like you're making a recipe and you got to pre-measure all your ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from a baker, <laughs> pre-measures. You don't pre-measure. I mean, it'd probably make things simpler. Is that why you order I try. the box food delivered to your door because it's all pre-measured? Yeah. <laughs> it does make life easier. And then I don't have to guess. So setting up that environment is really something that um, we highly recommend from an earlier age, three, four months, uh, building on that consistent sleep space, having that dark room, having the sound machine, being mindful of the light, the temperature, um, making sure that it's not too busy, that boring sleep space. Uh, it's a piece to that sleep puzzle. It's definitely not the biggest piece, but it is a piece to that puzzle. So taking those tips, implement it, um, and let us know if it works. We'd love to hear some comments, um, suggestions that you've had, or even some of your hacks as well. We'd love to hear some of those. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. We so appreciate that you've taken that time to come and hang out with us and listen to what we have to say. If you are struggling with sleep or parenting, please know that we have loads of free information on the website um, as well as on the YouTube channel. But if after you've read through everything and you've watched those videos, if you're still struggling, know that you're not alone and that we would love to help. So be sure to check out the website, www.restfulparenting.com. You'll find the link to book your free 15-minute call right there. And if you have any comments or anything you'd like to share with us, please leave them below in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks.